Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Wow. What a week one. Ups and downs, good and bad. I know people are going to come in here hot talking about you know some of the players we... I may have been down on that did well. Some people are coming in hot with players I was high on that did well. Uh, we got a mixed bag. Look, I'm 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 speaking about a thousand different things minimum every time I go live. You know, there's predictions getting shot out of my mouth, and I've got to take accountability. We also get to have fun when guys like Jalen Hurts and a- and AJ Brown and Swift go off and have monster days. But there are somber notes there's a Joe Burrow gone missing for three quarters he did bounce back and look really good in that fourth quarter should have led him to a victory but that was a crazy ending to a game but Joe Burrow I don't have any concerns for if anybody's like walking out of week one knee-jerk reacting to Joe Burrow uh not bouncing back Jamar Chase did phenomenal Burrow commanded that fourth quarter it was a rough game the Pittsburgh Steelers defense needs some some credit Okay, because they're they they're looking really good. They they were very underrated by everybody. Even people that like Pittsburgh as a D, they came in and went crazy. We had Damian Pierce dropping the ball in Week One, but here here's kind of like what 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 I don't want people to do. Like like Barkley came out and looked great, and, and I have to say Barkley Barkley looked not just good. He looked great. He looked very strong, very tough. I can admit when somebody changes my mind. Barkley looked phenomenal. My still my concern with Barkley is still will he stay healthy? It doesn't matter how good he looks, will he stay healthy? That's a concern. But to be honest with you, that's the only concern left at this point. I do believe he looks strong. His knee is not a concern any longer and he proved what he needed to prove to me. And and, and I I told you, a third rounder, I'm not avoiding him, but I don't love him. At the top of round three, now I do. If I could go back in time and get in a time machine, I'd take Barkley at the top of three. I'd take Barkley at the bottom of two. I might take Barkley in the middle of round two. Look, I'm going to change my mind. I'm I'm a human being. I'm not going to be right on everything. Swift was amazing. Barkley was amazing. I was high on one. I was not so high on the other. It's going to happen. I'm not perfect. No one's going to be perfect. I know a lot of people are very disappointed in Damian Pierce not showing up and delivering, but guess what? Reacting, knee-jerk reacting, Monday morning quarterbacking, knee-jerk reactions to Brees Hall, which we knew that would be something that would come out of today. Like People would react when we already knew what time it was. We understood the assignment. Brees Hall's not getting the early down work yet. He still looked very decent. He just didn't get the, the, the volume, and nor did we expect him to. Now, Michael Carter looked good, Brees Hall. Like, everyone's going to say, oh, now it's time to panic on Brees Hall. No, 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 no. You didn't, unless you bought Brees Hall at third round value when he was at his peak, you could be a little concerned at that cost of entry because how are you making up for that in your lineup if you're unable to use Brees Hall or you're not sure what to do with him? But if you bought him at four or five round value, he's going to return that eventually. I fully believe that. Is it a guarantee? No, it's not a guarantee. Nothing's a guarantee. Um, I know some people are going to come in here and say Smitty James Robinson looked good. ETN looked like like crap. That's true. Today it's true. Today it's true. Tomorrow, I don't know what it'll be. Tomorrow, I, I know that ETN dropped, I believe, two touchdown passes. I, he dropped one, but he dropped another opportunity that could have been a touchdown pass. ETN could have walked away with a very different stat line. 
could have had at least one touchdown, maybe two, and then we'd be talking a little bit different about ETN and James Robinson coexisting, not, oh, it's a James Robinson show. I think people are going to overreact a little bit on J-Rob. J-Rob did score two touchdowns. Had he not, he wouldn't have had the stat line he does in everyone's mind right now. I like the way J-Rob looked, and I've made it no secret that they're unrelated. ETN can survive even if J-Rob's doing what J-Rob is spo- uh, supposed to do. Uh, Snoop Connor would come in and do it if J-Rob couldn't. I'm glad J-Rob looks like he's up for the task. I don't know that he'll finish inside the top 10 or 15 running backs in fantasy football, but we do want him to keep this the defenses honest and use ETN all over the field. ETN should have had two touchdowns, but he didn't. He didn't. He dropped the ball. Literally dropped the ball. That's not even meant to be a pun. He dropped the ball. He dropped the ball. ETN was one of and still is the best pass catching back to come out of college. One of the top two or three in the last five years. I I have no concerns about him turning it around. What I have concerns about are the Jacksonville Jaguars offense and, and the way that it feels. It feels like the shadow of Urban Meyer is still hanging around. So I'm a little concerned about that. I'm not going to lie. ETN is worrying me, not because of ETN, but because what's the offense going to look like go forward? Now, it had some 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 good points and bad points, some ups and downs. I don't know what to say on ETN. I'll be honest. Right now, I need to digest where to go with ETN. I believe ETN is going to be a good buy low. I think ETN will be on the buy low list. Will I have some caution attached to the buy low recommendation on ETN? Sure. Will I have some caution attached to the Damian Pierce buy low recommendation? Absolutely. But make no mistake about it. I told you this before week one kicked off. It happens every year. I tell you every single offseason it's going to happen walking into week one. Everyone can pretend they're not going to have. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Have knee-jerk reactions. Everybody can laugh at all the Bobs and Fantasy Karens and, and Fantasy Worried Williams out there and say, ah, look at them. They're overreacting Olivers. They come in here on Monday morning and they overreact. What a buffoon. Ha <laughs> ha. But then all of a sudden, everybody becomes that Worried William. And I can't tell you how many people DM me and message me on my text line. And how many people, personal friends, are messaging me, oh, Burrow looks real good, doesn't he? It's over. Burrow, rest in, RIP, rest in peace. Like, week one is not about overreacting. It's about, in my opinion, identifying all of the players that maybe 
on the decline, but permanently, right? And we stay away from those players. We sell high. Even if they're dipping a little bit, we go find a person that's an eager uh, Edgar and we say, hey, eager Edgar, I'll give you my declining and I don't think it's turning around. Let's say it's ETN in your mind. You don't think ETN's going to actually be what we thought he might be. Let's say you're, you're going to knee-jerk react on that one after one week and you really believe that in your heart of hearts. You could go to an eager Edgar and say, I'll trade you ETN. And in his mind, he's like, buy low season. I love ETN. I love bargains. I'm going to go get ETN. You can still sell high on a player that is dipping a little bit if you find the right trade partner. So selling ETN, not high, but medium is is, is doable. But everybody's going to come in and overreact to an extreme degree. And everybody that said they weren't going to do it, still going to do it. 80% of everyone, and in, in, in some ways I do it too, I'm a little bit better at not doing it because I, I have this objective lens that I look through. You all are looking through your teams and at your teams from a certain lens. You can't help it. I'm looking at this, I'm looking out for you. I'm looking at it from a big picture, high level perspective. I don't really care about one team or another team or this team. I do so many leagues that I don't even feel what player is going to help me the most or hurt me the most. If ETN runs in a touchdown, how many leagues am I losing in playing in so many leagues? I could care less about one player versus another. What I care about is guiding the ship the best way I can. Trying to divert the ship when we might be looking toward troubled waters with a Burrow or a Chase or whoever. And I don't feel that way about Burrow. I don't feel that way about Chase. Chase should have had three touchdowns. Jamar Chase dropped or didn't drop, didn't get his feet in and dropped two additional touchdowns in conjunction with his one touchdown. Jamar Chase may have had a three TD, 200-yard game, and then everybody would be singing his praises instead of saying, okay, he's good, I like him, I'm worried about Burrow, but Burrow overshadowed how good Jamar Chase actually did do considering he literally botched two other additional touchdowns, Jamar Chase. Uh, you know, so there's a lot to go over. Trey Lance looked very shaky. Not so much him, but the Niners. The Niners and him are one and the same. If the Niners can't, you know, march the football down the field as a unit, Trey Lance could definitely be absolutely uh, a disappointment. But it is week one. It was muddy waters. It was like a swimming pool out on the field. So everyone should cut Debo and Trey Lance some slack. Worry about Eli Mitchell, who's already hurt, who I predict probably won't play next week. If they're smart, if they try to play him, they'll probably get hurt again. Now what do you do? Who do you pick up? We're going to tackle all that on the waiver wire show tomorrow. But do you pick up uh, Do you pick up uh, a guy like uh, Wilson, who probably is the immediate backup, but probably won't be long-term? Do you take a Jordan Mason, who's the best backup in the Niners situation? There's so much to go over. So much to digest. Michael Thomas looking good. Admittedly, Barkley looked good. Michael Thomas looked good. DeAndre Swift looked like a top four over, top three running back. DeAndre Swift, can we can we at least celebrate? We're going to go over some of the negatives because we want to make sure, are we still going in this direction, Smitty? Are we still, Smitty, but Smitty, are we still on board this, this Joe Burrow thing? Hey, Smitty, are we just dropping Damian Pierce? There's so much to go over. I, I, I couldn't possibly attack it all in, in a single live stream. I understand that. I'm not going to pretend that I can tackle it all tonight. I'll do my best. There are things I don't know yet or haven't quite 
absorbed yet. I want to be honest with you. I'm here to try and guide the ship the best that I can through troubled and muddy waters. It will always be troubled and muddy, especially coming out week one. Your boy Smitty can't get everything 100% right. I'm going to miss. I'm going to be pessimistic on a guy. and want him to prove it like Barkley. And then he comes out and does it. And he looks really good. He looks really good. Chubb actually had some really good numbers, even though Chubb looked like he was missing if you watched the NFL Red Zone half the time like I did on that particular at that particular time when Chubb was going off because they didn't show much of his work. And I'm like, man, Kareem Hunt's looking good. What's going on with Nick Chubb? Nick Chubb had an amazing game. Um, there's so much to digest here. Packers looked awful. The uh, Aaron Rodgers looked awful. Uh, man, it, there, it's by low season. It's by low season. There's so much to go over. Uh, Jonathan Taylor quietly, quietly looked like he wasn't doing much because, again, if you flipped around or you're watching the red zone, you didn't get a chance to see some of these people running the football like Chubb and, and Jonathan Taylor doing it quietly under the radar. Miles Sanders had a good game, but do you sell high or do you ride the wave? Do you ride that Philadelphia Eagle wave, which we all knew was going to be Riding high, not crashing early, and taking people into uh, the promised land on surfboards above water with Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown leading the way. But Miles Sanders, a guy I said, no way I'm going near, had a 96-yard and a touchdown game. Pretty decent outing, if you ask me. Guess who had a guess who was one, two, three, four, five, six leading rusher in week. Number one so far heading into the, the the Sunday night game. Guess who was the, what did I say, six leading rusher? One, two, three, four, five, six. Who's number six? Take a guess. I want to know who you think. Don't look. Don't cheat. Who was the number six rusher in the NFL coming out of week one morning and afternoon games only? Someone drop a name. Give me a guess. Anybody? Any? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Not King Henry says double V. Anybody, give me a guess. Give me a guess. Guess who? Guess who? Jalen Hurts. Number six. The sixth leading rusher in week number one. This man came out on a terror. He didn't even throw a lot of... He didn't throw touchdown passes. He did it all on the ground. He Imagine when he starts throwing some missiles into the end zone to A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and Goddard, and it's going to happen. This guy's, a, this guy's a good quarterback, a good quarterback. Swift was number two with 144 yards. Let me pull up this. Let's pull up the stats and take a look and take a little peek at this. 
because it, it's it's a it's a doozy. Look at Jonathan Taylor, the number one rusher on the week with a buck 61, 31 attempts, one TD. DeAndre Swift, 144, 15 attempts. Only 15 attempts and a touchdown. Nick Chubb, 140, 141 on 22 totes of the rock. Cordero Patterson. Okay, look, this is one I was wrong about because he's too old, right? He's too old. He's still doing it. He carried last year over into this year. Tyler Algier was a, a last-minute inactive. Cordero came out and ran for a, 120 and a touchdown, continuing on where he left off. Uh, man, that's, that's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, Miles Sanders, 96 and 1 TD on 13 totes. That 13 totes is what's going to get you because if you expect this to happen again, then, uh, then you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I would sell high. We're going to have... Uh, Miles Sanders on the sell high list. I can pretty much guarantee you that. I can guarantee you that. Um, uh, th- then we got uh, Mixon with the 82 and a, and a zero TDs. Taysom Hill, 81 yards. I don't know if you guys, when you do the best ball drafts in the offseason, there's always a a like a sorcery move, like a a, a move of that no one's going to see coming. And Taysom Hill was the 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 tight end three move of all tight end three moves in best ball draft or even tight end two you draft your normal tight end you might even back up that tight end tight end and then you come in and you grab Taysom Hill as your third tight end in best ball and then he comes in and drops fire um let's see here uh we got to refresh this yeah because Saquon Barkley needs to be on there sorry about that sorry about that Saquon Barkley 164 and one TD Jonathan Taylor, 161. So, Hertz was number seven rushing the football in week. Oh, no, Cook Cook passed him, too. Cook passed him, too. Okay, so number eight. I apologize, number eight. Hertz looking so phenomenal. Love, love Hertz. Love me some Hertz in 2022. So, Barkley, 164, 18 totes of the rock, one TD, as I mentioned at the top. I see a couple of the Barkley comments. Like, you can go, you can go watch the beginning of the show. It, it already, already, already talked about it, like already for like five minutes. But Bark Barkley looks great. He looks great. He looks strong. All he's got to do is stay healthy, and he's going to continue to do well because they're using him properly. They're using him well. He looks angry. He's running strong. I like what I see. I love what I see out of Barkley. He looks phenomenal. I am still worried about him getting hurt, but that's only one red flag now. I told you avoiding a player for me. And, and again, he was a third rounder to me, not a complete avoid or a bust, but a third rounder. He looks like a, he looks like a second top of the second round pick right now. He looks phenomenal. And, and the only reason I ever avoid a player is when there's multiple red flags. The offense is definitely one to be concerned about at times, but they still moved the ball. They still made a game out of this. They still figured out a way to, to move the football. Dable's good. Dable understands what he has, and he makes the most of what he has. And Barkley's going to continue to do well as long as he stays healthy. He looks phenomenal. He looks strong. I, I like the way he looks right now. Now, if you traded him, a lot of the trade advice last week was to go get DeAndre Swift. He had 144 yards and, and one TD. Looked phenomenal, too. <laughs> if, I had, if I had to rank my top, I don't know, five running backs right now, go forward. Swift is 100% in the top four. Top four, top five. Uh, Barkley's flirting with that top five range. It is week one. Uh, I am going to take a little bit of a, a, a digestive 
uh, attempt at, at absorbing everything that, that is in front of us here. But Barkley looks like he's on the he's on that cusp of top five for 2022. All he's got to do is stay healthy. Godwin um, says Jordan Roberts. Let me let me let me put this game on right here because I need to put this game on because as I'm talking, I'm 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 missing the, this intro part here. Come on, load, load, load. Um, let's see here. Pierce, ETN hurt me this week. Pierce and ETN hurt a lot of people this week, but you're going to you're gonna not want to knee-jerk react on this and get rid of them for pennies on the dollar. You know, there's something to be said for uh, it's week one. You know what I'm saying? For a lot of these guys, it's week one. Let me put the super chats right here. There are going to be a lot of knee-jerk reactions coming in Hot, I'm going to try to understand where you're coming from when you come in hot about it, but let's remember that you also make your own decisions. So when you come in here and get upset at me about something, I'm not going to hit everything 100%. You make your own decisions. I try and guide you the best I can. I will not be right 100% of the time. I will change directions when players show me uh, something different than I expected, like Saquon Barkley, and I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to hit on other things too. For every Barkley we have, we have a couple other things that, that hit. So like, let's let's calm down on the whole, you're, I told you about Barkley, Smitty. You're going to pay for this. I, you know, I understand. I understand how good Barkley looked. I like him. He looks really good. What do you want me to say? He looks phenomenal right now. Am I worried about him getting hurt? Absolutely. Am I, do I think it's going to happen? I don't know at this point. He looks strong. He looks strong. He looks absolutely strong. Christian McCaffrey, I still worry about him getting hurt. Derrick Henry, I still worry about him getting hurt. Najee, we got to figure out what's going on with Najee. More news to come on that. Swift looks fantastic. Um, I love Swift. I love Swift. Blaming others for your bad team is so bad. I, I, Yeah, a lot of people are going to do it. A lot of people are going to do it. It's fine. It's fine. Burrow did good. Look, Burrow, yeah, Burrow did pretty darn good for having five turn, turnovers. Let's just be honest. Burrow looked phenomenal for having five turnovers. How do you come out of that score? And in one league, he scored me 22. Another league, he scored me like 28, 29 points. And he had a horrible game. So people are going to freak out on Burrow. But the bottom line is Burrow looked really good inside that uh, that final fourth quarter. Um, I'm watching Leonard Fournette. I'm watching Brady. It's a 3-0 game. Dallas is up 3-0. Tampa Bay um, looks like they're going to have some trouble moving the ball on the ground, in my opinion, given the injuries to the offensive line. We shall see. I can't get Smitty to answer about Jalen Warren. Because uh, I'm trying to... Ro- Bro, there's so many questions coming in here. It's not me ignoring you. It's me trying to address everything that's going on on top of the Super Chats and questions. So let's let's relax a little bit, okay? Uh, Super Chat here. And if you would have asked your question, Engage, I could have answered it right then. Uh, Jalen Warren, do you pick him up? Absolutely. He could be one of, if not the top waiver wire pickup of the year. We're waiting on Najee Harris news to know what's going on. But everybody's... The, the one lesson I want to... I want to emphasize here, even on Barkley for the good, even on Swift for the good, even on Jalen Hurts for the good, even on Joe Burrow for the bad, even on Damian Pierce for the bad, everybody needs to pump the brakes on all different avenues and directions of this week one outing. Everyone needs to to pump the brakes. If you're getting too excited about a player or you're too down on a player, remember it's probably somewhere in between. 
It's probably somewhere in between. And if you start freaking out in one direction or the other and making dumb, reckless moves because you want to get rid of Damian Pierce right now. I want to wash my hands of him. Let me get rid of ETN. I don't want anything to do with him. Then you're going to lose. You're going to get bit. If you try if you try and do something too quickly and don't let it all be absorbed. Okay, so we're gonna work it out. We're gonna work the waiver wire. We're gonna do that video tomorrow. Tomorrow's waiver wire, the waiver wire show. Tuesday's the panic chamber. Wednesday's the buy low sell high. Thursday will be some form of uh phone calls or QA or start bench advice. Friday will be fantasy football court. Saturday will be another start bench show. And that's how the, the shows are going to roll in the evening or the uploads. So get ready for it. We're going to have tons of content. And then, of course, we have the Monday through Friday show. Some of those we may do on the Monday through Friday show, depending on time. But those usually will not be uh, taking place of anything on the Monday through Friday show. The Monday through Friday show is essentially a news show mainly. And everything else is on top of that. So the schedule on the main YouTube banner will kind of map out what you're looking at for the entire season. And I'm here for you. And I understand some people are frustrated. I I understand some people are so mad that Pierce didn't do anything. I know some people are mad that, that, that they, 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 they had, they had Saquon and I wasn't super high on Saquon. I get it. Look, look, no one's going to hit all this. No one, no one. If you're expecting me to be perfect, you're expecting something that can't happen with anybody. But what I will do is adapt and adjust better than anybody you know because I don't dig my heels in and just try and be right on it or just try and make sure that I'm historically correct from the beginning of time. I adjust and adapt as the information comes in. Just like everybody should adjust and adapt on how good Clyde Edwards Alaire looks right now. He's in a pretty darn good situation. Clyde Edwards Alaire looks pretty solid right now. Um, I think, uh, so looking at the, the top running backs right here, We've got 164 yards and one TD out of Saquon Barkley. A real important stat I want to point out is Saquon Barkley was one of the only running backs to have a 40-plus yard run. Saquon Barkley was also one of the only running backs. There's a handful, a small handful, that had two 20-plus yard runs. So the point is Saquon Barkley didn't just have good numbers. He looked strong, and he had long runs. He was aggressive. This is one game. Doesn't mean he's the number one overall running back in fantasy football just because as of right now he's ranking there. But he's certainly making a case for, hey, I'm here, I'm going to be top 5 to 10, and you're going to have to deal with it. So that that's certainly in the cards. ETN is a big concern right now, not going to lie. I'm concerned about ETN, not so much for ETN, but I'm concerned about ETN because of the offense. And, and I just feel like... If he would have caught that touchdown pass, or he he should have had two touchdown passes, it, it would have been it would have been a whole different story and conversation, because Clyde Edwards-Helaire had two touchdowns, not a ton of yardage, but Clyde Edwards-Helaire exited Week One with a whole bunch of hype, and yeah, we're excited about him. So touchdowns can do that for you. Etn was on the verge of having touchdowns, um, and he just dropped them. He dropped them. I'm going to be 2-0 and in my two leagues, smoking them. Thanks for the advice, Smitty. Appreciate you, Jeff. And Jeff's one that's getting good good advice. Sometimes I may have advised you to go get Damian Pierce, who I still believe in, but he's a buy low now because he had a struggling week. And if you had, if you're on the other end of that piece of advice, you're probably mad right now, but you make your own decisions. And, I, and I'm here to try and do the best I can for you, and I'll continue to. 
This is the way week one works. People are frustrated in week one. People come out of week one upset. People come out of week one trying to blame somebody. And we need to just group together, figure out using groupthink who the best players to trade for and trade, trade away are. Get it, work it out through the phone calls, talk, have good conversations, and come to conclusions that I think, as group think, will guide you all and me and everybody we, we, we expose this channel to in a positive and healthy fashion. So let's, let's turn whatever disappointment you have around and get your team on the right track. And maybe that means you don't touch it and you just kind of play it safe. Uh, that was almost an INT for Dak Prescott by that Tampa Bay. Buccaneer defense. This super chat by Caden says, Smitty, I have the worst luck. Started Swift, JJ, and AJB. Still have Javante, and I'm probably going to lose. Also, Mike Williams equals a ghost. Um, who are you going up against, Caden? That is crazy to have that team. And, oh my god. Um, okay, Elliot was always going to look good week one. He's healthy. That's exactly the point. Anybody that's that's going to take that from week one, Elliot's going to break down at some point. You know, it's 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 just a, a matter of time now. Could he break down next year and have a mediocre year? Sure, it's possible. Like I said, roulette wheel. Everybody's a roulette wheel. Um, and, and Burrow almost killed me, but I got AJ Brown and Chase to save the day. Saquon went ballistic as well. I'm 130 to 45 and still have Javante and DK tomorrow. Ex- excellent job, Ham- Hamburglar. Good job, pal. Nice job. Um, Barkley's looking good. Absolutely B4M. He looks fantastic. Mike Williams, Casper, the ghost. Absolutely. Vanish, Milk Carton, AJ Brown, and Mike Williams are hanging out together somewhere on a beach as far as we know. Uh, can't stand all of the overreacting. Wow. We'll stick with ETN and Pierce. I hope so. Look, Mike, I deal with it every off season or I'm sorry, every week one coming out of the off season into week one week, you know, the off season is such a drain on, on me and not in a bad way. I'm not complaining. I have the best job in the world, but it is a drain. It, it's like you get to the end and you put everything you have into it and you you're literally about to collapse at the end of the at the end of the off season. You do the last show like I did last night, three and a half hours sitting here answering questions, walking into the evening, like barely I'm on like three hours of sleep, answering the text line, all that. You come out, okay, you come out, and then you have players disappoint. And I had tons of players land. You know, we we had a lot of players land. We had Swift land. We've, we, you know, Hurts and AJ Brown, and it list goes on and on. Uh, even St. Brown did well, even though he started out kind of shaky. We've got a lot of players landing that we're promoting on the show on a consistent basis. The problem is when you're in a position like me, you're giving so much advice. You're going to give bad advice at every, on every show. I'm going to give a handful of people bad advice on every single show because I'm asked. Thousands of questions. Sometimes in one show, I'm asked well over a thousand questions. Well over a thousand questions. I'm asked sometimes double that, I would imagine. And I'm going to get stuff wrong. It's the way it is. And and, and, and and all I do is adjust and adapt the best I can. And that's what we're going to do moving forward. Uh, WRM says, hey, Smitty, trading Mahomes, Kelsey for Burrow, Chase, and Goddard. We'll have Burrow, Chase, Amon, Ross, St. Brown. That's a tough trade, bro, because, you know, I, I do worry about Kelsey staying healthy. He's getting older, but they looked really good. They're going against the Cardinals. I don't know. I, I like that trade. 
I probably do that trade. I probably do that trade because I like Goddard a lot, but like Mahomes and Kelsey are so strong. Yeah. I don't do that. I don't think I do that trade. I don't know. I, I, I love I love Swift. I say no, WRM. And the chat's saying no too. I'll, I would get more. You deserve to get more. You're trading on, you're trading like pre-week one stuff, bro. You need to keep Mahomes and Kelsey. I don't think I'd make that move. It's not that I wouldn't make that move. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I, it's not that I wouldn't make that move. I would make a, a little bit better move. Because because Mahomes and Kelsey should be top shelf value right now. You need to adjust and adapt your trade value and the expectation. I would get more. I don't think, I think you could get more. Burrow and Chase and Goddard, that's not enough for Mahomes and Kelsey in today in today's market. It was good heading into week one. It's not good anymore. It, it's good, but it's not great. It's, 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 you, you're getting less than you should be getting back. Go, go get more, bro. Go get more. That's not enough. You use the current value, the current state of affairs to your advantage. I was in the room full of Eagles haters, and I said AJ Brown would ball out like you said, and he did. You're the man, um, and uh, so is ETN. Don't worry, kids. Thank you, Nate. Appreciate your super chat. Nate with the $20 holler. Appreciate you, buddy boy. Um, yeah, so don't don't do that trade, WRM. You deserve a lot more. You can't you can't trade off of of yesterday's value. You got to trade off today's value. Kelsey goes for one fifty if Cardinals put up a fight. Uh, Devonte Smith a goose egg. Trust in Devonte, but you know I wouldn't be opposed to putting him on the bench for a week if you had a better, safer option. Etn has tough matchups until Houston Week Five. Might be worth a wait and see. Maybe. Maybe. Smitty buddy, don't worry about negative comments. You're better better advice. Better at advice than making apologies. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> My bad. All right. Let's go. Mark Cleveland in the house. Mark Cleveland says, hold Eno Benjamin and Zamir White. Um, I mean, it just depends, bro. Like, you're waiting on an injury. Those are not guaranteed to give you anything right now at all. You're waiting on an injury. So, I like you know Benjamin. He looked good at times, but he's not he's not in sitting in front of a starting job yet. If Connor went down, you know Benjamin would be a very hot commodity. Uh, Zamir White, you got to wait on that too. That's not something that's going to pop off yet either. Um, Etn or Dylan go forward, probably Dylan for right now until Etn proves it. But I'm not getting rid of Etn. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Rashad White just got his first snap. At a boy, Rashad. You skip my super chat once again. I'm not trying to, bro. I'm going after it. Hold on. I'm trying to answer all these questions. Uh, let's see here. Let me pull your super chat on. WRM again. Stay clear, bro. Get more. Where's your super chat? Jamie, thoughts on Hunt's game? That's a great question. That's a great question. Here you go, Aguero. I got it right here. Aguero says Taysom Hill is a viable tight end option. Yeah, I mean he he for sure is. He he was a good backup tight end option, like I said the night before and the night before. And if something happens and he gets into a position where he could score a lot of points, you've got him on your bench sitting there waiting and you don't have to scoop him up. Likely and 
Taysom Hill are very good number two tight ends for your roster because then they can go in and you don't have to scramble to get them if they all of a sudden get a whole bunch of uh, of volume and they start getting fed like monsters. You don't have to scramble to get them. Uh, so Taysom Hill and Likely are one and the same in that. Taysom Hill had such a good game, you could probably shove him right into your lineup if you've got shaky tight end play at all. But Taysom Hill and Likely are the best two backup tight ends in fantasy football. I'd rather have them than than other tight ends that are ranked around 11, 12, 13, 14 overall because these guys can, even though they may be outside of that right now or they could be or they could be droppable in five weeks or whatever, they have the upside to be well above the 10, 11, 12 tight end ranking. I'm watching this Tampa Bay snap here. Tom Brady tossing the rock. No. No. Um, thank you for the super chat, Aguero. I did not mean to to miss you, bro. I never mean to. Just let me know if I miss it, and I'll go back and find it. Thoughts on Hunt's game. Hunt was interesting because if you watch the red zone, they didn't they didn't key on on showing uh uh they didn't show much of any of Chubb's runs, and so you just saw Kareem Hunt ripping him off, and you thought to yourself, man, I don't know what's going on with Nick Chubb, and then you then they do a, a stat update, and you're like, whoa. You know, and then at the end of the game, you look at Nick Chubb, 141 on 22 totes. He did very, very well. So Chubb had a day. Chubb had a nice day. And his long run was of uh, 25 yards. So Chubb had a good day. Um, Kareem Hunt had a good day as well. And we kind of knew Kareem Hunt would be possible a possible good play as a PPR option because they always lean to him uh, for that aspect of, of their running room. And I, I think that's going to continue. Hunt clearly showed he's a, a, a nose for the end zone, a playmaker, good wide receiver option for this offense as they struggle to find their way without Watson trying to patchwork this thing together. And Hunt's, Hunt's a great flex play go forward at this point. So uh, if you've got him and he's your flex, it's a really good flex play, bro. A really, really good one go forward. Derek Just, two more points. I win week one. In one of my leagues, out of boy Derek, appreciate you dropping the super chat, good buddy, good pal. Um, who scored all the points for Jacksonville and Houston? Uh, wasn't Etn or Pierce? Look, they both had bad games, bro. I mean, Etn should have had two touchdowns, and he dropped them. So I don't, I don't know what to say other than I'm disappointed in Etn. I'm not jumping ship. I think ETN could still be a very, very good fantasy football running back. It's week one. It's week one. Pierce didn't get the volume. He didn't get the volume. It was a positive game script, too. So you can't blame it on that the Houston Texans were down. I said the Houston Texans would hang in games. They're not going to be down in every game like everybody thinks. They can score points. They can be in a shootout. They can be a very good offense. They just didn't give Pierce the volume. I can't really control that. I thought maybe I could predict that they would feed the man the rock since they loved him in the preseason. They practically treated him like Rudy Rudiger and put him on their shoulders at the end of the game, it seemed, when he came off the field. But no, they don't feed him the rock. I can't control that, but I do know he's a good player, and if he gets volume, he will produce. He will produce. CMC looked good for only like 13 touches, says Avi. It is concerning the lack of work that he got. He looked frustrated at times, I think, with the quarterback play. We'll see how that shakes out. But uh, definitely feel like, 
I feel like there's some risk with CMC a lot more than there is like with a you know the the bar look Barkley balled out Barkley ball I've said it a hundred times on the show already since it began uh, over uh, forty minutes ago Barkley balled out he looks phenomenal he looks phenomenal and and, and you got to rank him right now he if we did a draft over he'd go in the first round. He'd go in the first round. People would take this man probably in the top five, six overall. And and, and deservedly so based on what he did today. Based on what he did today. Now, what he did today, will that translate all season long? I don't know that anybody can answer that. I think the odds are better that he could than not at this point, given what we saw on the field. You got to be able to react to that. You got to adapt to that. You got to observe it and react. And he looked phenomenal. Let's look at some of these other running backs. Uh, Derrick Henry, 82 yards. A little concerning. That he's not getting the volume that he would need, but that's going to keep him healthier. If he doesn't get fed 30 times, uh, 30 uh, carries a game, he'll probably hold up a better likelihood of holding up. But you're going to get these games where he has 82 yards. You're going to get some games where he has 125 or 150 because he breaks off an 80-yard run and a touchdown. But his stats will be down because he's averaging, I think he averaged something along the lines of like four yards per carry. He had uh, 82, let's see, Derrick Henry, 82 yards divided by uh, 21. I don't have the stat on here, so I have to calculate it myself. 3.9. He got 3.9 yards per carry, and that's kind of the way his yards per carry has been trending over the last three years. So he was two years ago, you know, in the four point, like five, I, I want to say 4.5, then it went down. He's been going downward every year um, and recently, and so I think averaging 4 to 4.3 yards per carry is probably in the cards given the the volume that he's had. He can break off a run at any moment. He's a big dude. He can wear people down, but there is volume concerns for him and I still am very very worried. Dalvin Cook at 90 yards on 20 totes of the rock. Uh Jalen Hurts like I said 90 yards on the ground and the touchdown looked phenomenal. Imagine when he's throwing touchdown passes. Uh, people are going to lose their mind at how, much, how many points this guy's going to score. Joe Mixon, solid, 82 yards. Taysom Hill had that long 57-yard run. He had a touchdown and uh, 81 yards on the ground. Uh, amazing backup tight end that now could maybe be your, your starting tight end, depending on what you're dealing with. Maybe you trade your tight end. Maybe you're in a bind right now, and now you can trade your tight end because you have Taysom Hill to kind of roll the dice with as your tight end spot. He's going to be on the waiver wire list, of course. And we'll talk about him. We'll talk about uh, we'll talk about uh, Jalen Warren, who needs to be picked up. We'll monitor uh, Najee Harris and talk about Najee probably later tonight if news breaks, or at least tomorrow. Mariota had 72 yards. James Robinson had 66 and a touchdown. And James Robinson did look effective. He looked really strong. He looked healthy. Which uh, you know, coming off the Cam Akers game to this game, stark difference. And, and James Robinson looks good. Now, will James Robinson be a top 10, top 15 running back? It's going to be it's going to be close. If he can stay healthy, he could definitely push near those numbers, even if ETN's effective. But if ETN becomes the monster, he's still capable of becoming. It's not it's not like I draft ETN in the same place I would that that I that I did in a draft. If we're starting today, I'd use ADP to my advantage. I probably would consider him a higher risk. Uh, a high risk, high reward instead of a medium risk, high reward at certain places where I would have taken him before. You've got to adjust and adapt. There is concern for ETN. Uh, uh, Pacheco had 62 yards and a touchdown. Looked really good. If Clyde can't, you know, 
If Clyde gets hurt, Pacheco is going to do do really well. He will be one of the top waiver wire guys again. He was before heading into week one, but he'll certainly be on the list again because he's available in a large number of leagues. Pacheco needs to be grabbed. Um, Michael Carter was efficient. 10 carries, 60 yards, and a touchdown. A lot of people are going to say he's going to hold Brees Hall off. You can say that if you want. It's one week, and he's always looked efficient and effective. Brees Hall also can look efficient and effective. Brees Hall, in my opinion, will eventually grab the job. Will it happen in week one or two? No, we didn't think it would. So it's odd that I see so much coming out about how Hall is a concern now when we walked into week one knowing we might see this. It's not like Hall was guaranteed anything. It may be earlier on in the offseason we thought he was going to get volume that would equate to mid-third to late to early fourth round value. But that changed as the offensive news, the news kind of rolled along and the offense started kind of uh, being predictable as to how they were going to divide that running back room up early on. It's going to change. I firmly believe it's going to change. I'm buying uh, Brees Hall. He'll be on the buy low list for sure. Um, and and so Michael Carter, in, Michael Carter and James Robinson, this isn't me digging my heels in, but they're going to be on the sell high list. I'm going to sell Michael Carter and James Robinson high. You'd be crazy not to consider it. I'm not saying anyone's crazy to expect it to continue and to not want to sell at all or to say, I'll sell high, but I'm not selling even like medium. I'm going to sell high or I'm hanging on to Michael Carter. I can respect that. I'm not giving up on James Robinson. I think he could score 12 touchdowns this year. I'm not going to get on you about that if you want to keep him. I'm selling J-Rob and Michael Carter on the high because I think it's a really good opportunity. Now, Antonio Gibson looked pretty good at times. He had 57 yards. You can see at the very, very bottom. Um, he's a good sell-high player as well because, I mean, it's there's just no guarantees with his volume. ETN down at the bottom, he had, he had 47 yards. Okay? I mean, he had 47 yards rushing on four attempts. You know, people need to understand that that's a pretty good yards per carry pop. Okay, he had 120 yard run. He had also uh, 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 it was a 27 yard run. He had uh, two first down runs. Etn did fairly well. He just didn't get the volume. Four carries. He dropped the two touchdowns, which disappointed all of us. But he had he had literally he had 47 rushing yards on four totes of the rock. That's actually pretty impressive. It's just the volume wasn't there. And I know that's concerning, and I definitely feel like it's something to be worried about. And the offense does scare me in terms of can they feed him enough? Will they feed him enough? Will they use him enough? Patterson, we talked about him up top. 120 yards. He was the last 100-yard rusher on the list up above. Let me let me scroll back up and show you. He's the last 100-yard rusher on the list. He finished 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. He finished number 5 in rushing so far, heading into the Sunday evening game. Look, he looks really good right now. It seems to be carrying over. It seems to be carrying over. And, and, I, and I, I think everybody should be a little bit cautious to just sell him for dirt cheap, but you should explore selling him high. Of course, Smitty was right about Houston being better than better team than everyone thought. They look really good. Houston can beat anybody at any moment. Uh, Davis Mills, 240 and two TDs. Davis Mills was a monster, considering the cost of entry. I think he looked phenomenal. If the Titans keep losing, fire up Malik. Like I've said, 
He's going to be one of the best pickups of the year, especially in in, in Superflex, um, or the best one of the best pickups of the year in Superflex and a crafty QB two to pick up in in redraft if you're desperate and like you're worried about Stafford and you've got nobody else. It's a move to make. Who do you think will get more points uh, tomorrow, Penny or Judy? I'm going to go Penny, I'm sorry, Judy and PPR, but obviously it could go either way. Penny could get fed. It could be game script that knocks Penny out, but maybe Penny pulls in reception, so you can't fully know. Two more points, I win the week. I got that one already from Derek Just. Derek, appreciate you. Uh, Let me make sure I'm not missing any other Super Chats. Mark Cleveland got that one, Uh, and I think I'm caught up on the Supers. Avi. Oh, I didn't finish reading Avi's. So uh, Patterson, a question mark. Barkley, Herbert, um, saving, uh, saving Mike Williams sold, and AJ Dillon on the bench over him. I mean, you can't you can't be mad at yourself or anybody that gave you that advice. Mike Williams was supposed to ball out, and Keenan Allen even got hurt, and it was like, oh my god, the door just opened to Mike Williams, and he still didn't do anything. Mike Williams has done this before. He's also rebounded before. I would probably say. Buying low on Mike Williams is smart, but only buying low, not buying medium, not buying buying medium well. You're buying low on Mike Williams. You're not buying at all. Eli Mitchell hurt. Yes, sir. CEH to the moon. I'm so happy to see it. I'm so happy to see it. I hope he continues to be used and utilized. Like I've said all offseason long, if he's healthy, he's the guy because the, the playbook is extremely complicated. The offense is extremely compli- complicated. And losing Tyreek Hill, he is the best option to lean on to facilitate to in terms of the offense and wide receiver, you know, pass catching. There's no running back that's going to come in, even Pacheco, that's going to understand what to do. Mahomes will literally have to tell Pacheco where to go every time they're in a huddle. It's too complicated. Damian Damian Williams told everybody when he was there, he said it's so complicated, he didn't know it after a year. After a year of being there, he was still told by Mahomes where to be on every play because he, he literally couldn't absorb it all. It's a complex system. Clyde is the veteran, and if Clyde's healthy, he'll continue to get the opportunities. And he's, he's, he's up like 50 to 60 pounds from last year, or about 50 pounds from last year. He was down 50, played at a buck 60. He plays normally at 208 to 210, and he played at a buck 60, 160 pounds. So, like, Clyde needs to be given a clean slate this year. The guy's tough as nails to come out and try and play at that weight. He got hurt, but absolutely love Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Um, Avi, the rest of your question, um, Tyreek looked good. TDs will come, and CMC was solid. CMC was solid, but, um, yeah, I don't. I, I worry about the offense. I worry about continuity. I worry about game script. I worry about him holding up there's just a lot of like little worries that are adding up that make me feel uneasy and I feel like selling CMC is the right move I I could be wrong on that I mean you could say hey Smitty you didn't like Bart like I'm gonna miss on stuff guys but but CMC feels like somebody that it's like if I'm wrong who cares you're gonna go buy something amazing okay so who cares you both win if I'm wrong you and your opponent both win you're going to trade up a CMC who's going to deliver if I'm wrong and you get somebody back or two players back and you're going to absolutely love what you got back. So, I, you know, if it's me, I I go trade CMC and I try and get into some of these buy low players, multiple players. There's a way to do it that, that, that lays off a lot of risk. 
Um, ETN for Amon Ross St. Brown. I I probably take Amon Ross St. Brown at this point. I like ETN, but Amon Ross St. Brown looks like he's going to be utilized and continue to do well. He scored, dropped. A, I think he dropped another play that should have been a touchdown. Um. So Rashad White froze up right there. CEH had seven rushes. Anyone know how many receiving targets? Uh, we'll get to that in a minute when we get to the receivers. So here's the running the running backs again, or the rushers, I should say. Uh, Burrow had 47 yards rushing, which was crazy. Let's go to the receiving stats here. Cooper Cup, 13. This is sorted by receptions. This is sorted by yardage. Uh, Justin Jefferson, looking like an absolute monster. I'm watching this game here in the corner of my eye here. Justin Jefferson, nine catches for 184 and two touchdowns. 20-yard receptions. He had five of them. He had five 20-yard receptions. That is unbelievable. Um, He had uh, a long of 64. He had, let's see if there's any uh, of those stats you're looking for. Targets, he had 11. Targets, he had 11 targets, Justin Jefferson. Um, the, the the wide receiver targeted the most. I'll, I'll sort it by targets. Devontae Adams, let me let me also expand this so you can see the target, uh, target column. Devontae Adams, 17 targets. 17 targets. Jamar Chase, 16 targets. Jamar Chase should have had two additional receiving touchdowns, by the way. Cooper Cup, 15 targets. A.J. Brown, 13 targets. Yeah, volume concern. Yeah, right. A.J. Brown season, baby. Pittman, 13 targets. Pittman looked good. Uh, Cooks had 12 targets. This is the last column there. Tyreek Hill, 12. Deontay, 12. Uh, Christian Kirk, 12. Amon Ross, St. Brown. Um, had, let me move Avi. Thank you, Avi, for the super chat. Amon Ra St. Brown, 12. Hig, Higby got 11, which was surprising when I saw that because I didn't feel like that, that was the case. Um, JJ, 11. Peoples-Jones, 11. Friarmouth, Brees Hall. Brees Hall had 10 targets, so I wanted to bring that stat up because this is important for everybody freaking out about Brees Hall. Brees Hall was targeted an unbelievable 10 times. That's really solid for Brees Hall. Um, let let me let me make this thin again, and we'll get back to. Uh, let's see here. Whoa, 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 whoa! And it went away, and it went away. I closed it. Hold on, let me get let me get another screen share up here. This right here is the game by game. So we can actually let's take a look at this. Let's just go to stats again. Let's go to stats again and pull it up again here. Okay, so Mahomes 370 or 360 passing, Matt Ryan 352, Joe Burrow 
338. Joe Burrow had a good game at the in the fourth quarter. He had a horrible game for three quarters, and he came in. And and is that not true about Matt Ryan? Why is that not true? Is that not true? Mike White should be getting the start. Let's hope, bro. Let's hope. Did Matt Ryan not have 352? Why are you saying that? Joe Burrow, 338. Carson Wentz, 313. Joe Flacco, 307. Should be benched. Should be benched. Um, Josh Allen, 297. Derek Carr, 295. Justin Herbert had a, a nice game. Could have been nicer. But uh, he still did well. It was, what, three TDs? Let me, let me, let me make this a little wider here. Hold on one second. Mahomes had five TDs. Matt Ryan had one and one INT. Joe Burrow had two and four INTs, but he had the two touchdowns and the 300 yards. So it was a salvageable game for Joe Burrow. It was crazy how he came back and looked pretty good at the end of it. Wentz had four TDs, which was which was crazy. Uh, Flacco one TD, one INT. Josh Allen three TDs. Um. Jameis Winston, two. Ryan Tannehill, two touchdowns. Jalen Hurts had zero passing touchdowns. Just wait. Just wait. Yeah, I don't know why he said Matt Ryan didn't have that. It's not an error. It's not a stat error. Wrong. Tampa Bay, six. Dallas, three. Tampa Bay just missed a field goal. Brady does not look engaged in this game. Buy low targets. We're going to get all to all that... uh, 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 Marco um, tomorrow on the on the waiver wire and stuff. We'll we'll talk about all that. Don't worry. Um, yeah, a lot of miss, miss kickers this week have been. It's been brutal for kickers. Dotson will be a, a pickup of the week. One of the pickups of the week for sure. Uh, let's go over to the uh, receiving department again. Uh, so we got receptions. Let's go over to the yardage and touchdowns. And sort by yardage. So, A.J. Brown. Imagine if A.J. Brown got touchdowns. Michael Thomas, high-end wide receiver too. I don't know if I'd go... I don't know if I'd go high-end. I would say he's breaching wide receiver two value for sure. But it's one, it's one game. He's still got to stay healthy. There's a whole lot going on there. High-end wide receiver two. I don't want to say that because what if you go trade for him at high-end wide receiver two value? I wouldn't recommend doing that yet. I think he's borderline there. I think he's in the wide receiver two conversation. But I don't think I'm going to say high-end. Travis Kelsey, 121 yards and a TD. Diggs, 122 and a TD. Jamar Chase, 129. Should have had three TDs and like a buck 60 or a buck 80. It was crazy. This guy dropped two touchdown passes. Um, Pittman, 121-1. and one. Kirk, 117-0. and zero. Landry had a surprising 114-0. and zero. Uh, Robbie Anderson, 102-1. and one. He always seems to be like a week one guy or early season guy that doesn't do anything. Gabe Davis now looking like he had a mediocre performance after all these wide receiver performances. By Mike Williams. Yeah, I buy Mike Williams. I buy Mike Williams for sure. Uh, at a low price. 
Waddle, 69 and 1 TD. Keenan Allen got hurt. Um, this guy's going to be a pickup. DeAndre Carter, depending on Keenan Allen's status, he's going to be a nice pickup. He had uh, 64 yards and a TD. Amon Ross St. Brown at 64 and a TD. Joe Mixon at 63 yards, zero TDs. Goddard, 60 and zero. Bateman, 59 and one. McLaurin, 58 and one. Dotson, I don't know, is, is it Dotson moving forward? I mean, it's, it's week one. Mike Thomas, 57 and two. Um, yeah, so like the yardage was decent. The touchdowns are what did it, but the dude grabbed him. He looked good. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I liked what I saw to Mike Thomas. He looked amped, motivated. The Saints played pretty hard. I, I, I like the idea of Mike Thomas. I just am not trusting him fully yet, but I think you could trust him as a, a good wide receiver too, but I, I'd say high end, no. I'd say high end, no. Dak Prescott throwing a, an INT here. Judy for MT. That's arguable. I could get behind either one of those. I could definitely get behind either. Dak with the interception. So happy with Friar Moose. Steady production. Could How could Mixon not get a TD? I don't know. Daddy Dimes loves the game tonight. Mixon a sell high for Meet the Woo. I would consider selling high. I would consider selling anybody high. AJ Brown is scary. D. Adams is miles above A.J. Brown in airspace. I don't know about that, bro. I think A.J. Brown just, he starts scoring touchdowns and his stat line doubles, bro. So I absolutely love A.J. Brown and Devontae Adams, but Devontae Adams can survive. He looked really good. Devontae Adams looked really good. Julio Jones rumbling a little bit. Mark Andrews, 52 yards, zero INTs. Um, Let's go to some of the games. Uh, actually, let's go. Yeah, let's go to some of the games and look at the scores. So, like, I wanted to go to the Falcon game. Let's take a look at the Falcon game and look at the game log. Taysom Hill. So Winston had Winston had two sixty nine and two TDs. He didn't do too bad. Um, he did get hurt. I, I think it's high, highly likely that he's going to stay healthy. He just he almost didn't make it out of this game. And and I know that everyone says it's Dalton that's going to be the backup, but I just don't buy it. I think if, if something happened, that maybe they turned to Dalton briefly, but how long can he hold the job? So Taysom Hill, to me, is, is just valuable in, in that he's got multiple different reasons that he could be valuable. Uh, four carries for 81 yards and a touchdown. Kamara. Where was Kamara? Where was Kamara? Nine carries for 39 yards. Kamara would be a buy low. I think especially given the fact that Kamara is going to have the suspension risk on top of not doing anything in this game. Uh, He only had three catches for seven yards. And as you can see on screen, Kamara, three catches for seven yards right here. And uh, he also had the nine carries for 39 yards. I don't hear anybody talking about Kamara. I don't hear anybody talking about Kamara busting. Everyone's giving Kamara the benefit of the doubt coming out of week one. I think other players should get the benefit of the doubt as well. But I think you should buy low on Kamara if you can because you're going to have both that off-the-field risk and the fact that he busted risk. So it's going to be something that you want to like explore. Uh, yep, sack, third and three. Down goes Brady. Um, Falcons. 
Kyle Pitts, two catches for 19 yards. If there's a buy low coming out of week one, it is Kyle Pitts. At least top top four. Top four. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write Pitts on the board here just to make sure I emphasize that later. Kyle Pitts is a buy low. An amazing buy low. Two catches for 19 yards. Let people run away from that. Let people get scared about Mariota. Um, let people worry about it. Ritter could come in. Um, Kyle Pitts is going to survive. Kyle Pitts had uh, seven targets and only two receptions. So what that tells me is the offense is designing and drawing things up for Kyle Pitts, but Mariota isn't connecting. So eventually that will get solved or he'll get replaced. I, I go get Kyle Pitts and I buy all day long. So he'll be on the buy low list in, in, in week uh, for week two. Let's take a look at the Bears-Niners game. This was a debacle, and, and it was just an awful outing for Trey Lance and this team. Trey looked, Trey didn't look as bad as people like to make it out. He did. He didn't. I mean, he he had a he had a he was set up to fail. Is what he was. He's playing a pool of water. Um, he lost Travis Kelsey. And I, excuses, excuses. I get it. You can only make excuses for so long. I mean, he's got to deliver. You know, it is what it is. Situation and player cannot be separated. Change of heart on Pittman. I never had, but that's the thing, Derek. I've never had a negative perspective on Pittman. People just took him too early. I don't think taking him at the top of round three or at the end of round two is a smart move for your team. Your team looks, your team could look very weak and and thin if you take Pitt, if you took Pittman at the end of round two or top of three. I'm not a, against Pittman. I like Pittman in round four. I think Pittman was a smash in round four. I've never once disliked Pittman in round four. I don't like him in. Th- I didn't like him in the top of three, and I, didn't, I especially didn't like him at, at the end of two. So I still like Pittman. There's nothing wrong with Pittman. No change of heart needed. Um, I think he's going to float around value that will be top of four home run type value, meaning he probably will finish inside the the third round valuation wise. But you're buying him outside of that, so it's good value. Javante can have a good game. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Trey needed line lineman to block better. Yeah. Um so like looking at this game, Trey Lance 13 carries 54 yards. That was kind of nice to see on the stat line given he wasn't getting touchdown passes, but it was horrible weather. Horrible weather, no blocking. It's hard to judge the offense entirely off that, but they lose Eli Mitchell. They didn't have Kittle. It's concerning in general. Debo had two receptions for 14 yards. Debo ran the ball eight times for 52 and a touchdown. Debo actually did okay. Debo had a decent game. Uh, Hollywood Brown and Schultz for Pitts. I'd probably take, I'd probably, uh, that's, I mean, it's arguable, but I'd probably take, I'd probably take Kyle Pitts. Um, Khalil Herbert. Yeah, I can talk about Khalil Herbert. Nine carries, 45 yards and a touchdown. I mean, he's a moon, he's a moon man for a reason, right? We love Khalil Herbert. He He's the kind of guy that can win a league if he gets in there. And David Montgomery is no 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 player that can I think uh, fully avoid the risks of injury that that uh, I think maybe await him because I, you know he he always he just seems like the kind of guy that's gonna you know get overworked or or disappoint. Seventeen carries for twenty six yards. Montgomery averaged one point five yards per carry. Herbert averaged five yards per carry. Granted, it was about half the the work. You know, like Montgomery got double the work, but nine carries is not a small sample size. 
nine carries is a pretty good sample size. Herbert averaged five yards per carry. Monty averaged 1.5 yards per carry. So Herbert getting more and more work. J-Rob is sell high? Yeah, absolutely. But but do I sell him low? No. Do I sell him high? Yeah. I mean, just use the take take advantage of the fact that he has the high value. Even if I'm wrong and he continues to play exactly at that level, which you could only dream he would, right? You're buying something amazing. So you, you don't need to worry about it. It's a win-win. If you sell J-Rob and he works out, it's a win-win for both of you because you're getting something amazing or you're not doing the deal. And if he busts on on that owner, then you made out like a bandit on that. Tony Pollard. I hope Tony Pollard breaks one out. Robinson or Osborne. I'd rather have James Robinson over Osborne. Like that's not selling high, bro. That's that's like selling before he had a good game. You know, that's not even close. But Herbert needs to be added. And we'll have him on the waiver wire show. I'll make sure to talk about Herbert. Khalil Herbert needs to be added. What what a rough game that was, though. That was a brutal, brutal, brutal game. Dak. Oh, Dak with the option. Um, let's look at uh, this Carolina game. The Carolina game here. Get some music going. Brissette. I mean, no INTs. 18 for 34. Looked okay at best. Nick Chubb, 22 totes for 141. Kareem Hunt, 11 for 46 and 1 TD. I mean, Kareem Hunt was even averaging good yards, you know, decent yards per carry. It was this that he did his damage. Four catches for 24 yards and a touchdown. He looked good. He looked good. Two touchdowns on the day. Kareem Hunt. Um, probably frustrating Nick Chubb owners to no end because they'd love to have a touchdown in there. See, uh, uh, was that CD Lamb? No. Uh, Panthers side of the football. Christian McCaffrey. You know, a lot of people said he looked good. I don't know that he looked that good. Ten carries for thirty-three yards. That's three point three a pop. I don't think that looked good. I'm worried about CMC. I'm selling CMC. I'm selling Derrick Henry. I'm selling CMC. I'm no longer selling Barkley. Unless I'm selling Barkley extremely high for players that I absolutely love and and would love to own. So hear me out right now. Hear what I'm saying. Three guys I was selling earlier, only two of them I'm continuing to sell. I'm not selling Barkley unless I'm selling like stupid high. I'm selling Henry and I'm still selling CMC. So change my tune on Barkley to a, a significant degree. Not that I hated them or called him a bust, but Barkley was a third round player to me until he proved it. He proved it. He proved it. I'm still worried a little bit because he just, he feels like it, you know an injury risk type player, but he looks so good. I'm w- I'm willing to overlook that, and I absolutely don't want to sell Barkley unless I'm selling him high. Dalvin, I would sell Dalvin. Camara, I would probably try and sell him but I don't know that you can sell him for a ton now I would buy him low Mike should I pick 
up Mike Williams for Brandon Cooks. Mike Williams shouldn't be on waivers. Is he? He was cut. Was he already cut after the game? Like, how's Mike Williams on waivers walking into the game? Did he get cut after the game? Yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dig my heels in on Barkley. Barkley looks good. He looks good. What do you? I mean, what does anybody want me to say other than look? He 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 climbed from third round value to me to the bottom of round one or at least the top of two coming off of one week it's one week but he looks so good and strong I, I I think he totally deserves that bump I'm still worried I would still consider selling ultra high but it would have to be stupid high James Robinson and Travis Etienne combined for 15 carries and 113 yards 7.5 yards per carry says DTWD um, James Robinson had a day he, he did have a, a good day. Let's go to James Robinson and ETN and look at these numbers because they're actually pretty promising in some respects. And even ETNs are promising. ETN dropped at least one touchdown. You could argue that he dropped a second one, a potential second one. Um, so looking at the, the Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence didn't have a great day. 275, one TD, one INT. James Robinson had 11 carries for 66 yards. But if you look at ETN's stat line right below that, ETN had 11.8 yards per carry. So they they both did very well. Travis uh James Robinson just got the right carries. So I I don't I don't I don't think like ETN's awful. I don't think anybody should jump ship on ET, ETN. Am I disappointed that he dropped two touchdown passes? Absolutely. He's one of the better pass-catching backs to come out of college for some time, and he's dropping footballs, which I don't think is a trend. I don't expect it, expect it to continue, but two catches for 18 yards, targeted four times, two drops. Those were probably two touchdowns. He would probably be looking at, in my opinion, he'd be looking at four receptions for 33 yards and two TDs and also having 11.8 yards on the ground for 47 yards which would have put him a borderline right around uh, 70 to 80 yards and two touchdowns and, you know, four receptions. That would have been quite a day out of ETN. Quite a day out of ETN. So am I jumping ship on ETN? No, I'm not. Do do I sell high on James Robinson? Yes, he got 11 carries. Got 11 carries. He did really well with those 11 carries. I would not sell him low. But you most certainly would want to explore a, a, a sell high opportunity off of 11 carries and a touchdown, and then on the ground, James Robinson had one catch or on the, through the air, one catch for three yards and one TD. Very very efficient day for James Robinson, but it was an efficient day. I'm about to start J Rob and ETN says Cooper. I don't know if I'd do that. The Jacksonville Jaguar offense is very vulnerable to disappoint you. You know, I don't I don't know if I'd be starting both of them. It depends on your options. I traded Gibby and Pierce for Pittman because I was running back heavy. Pittman's gonna be a beast this season. Gibby and Pierce, I mean, yeah, that could work out fine. That could work out fine. I, I, I think Pierce is still a very good player to own. I, I people ask me should they cut Pierce? The answer is no. Don't go cutting Pierce. That would be reckless. That would be crazy. Um am I concerned at all about him? Sure. Um, Burrow still turned out 19 points exactly. I mean, he had a horrible day, probably the worst day he's going to have all year, and he still got you 19 points in one league. One of my leagues, he got me 28 points, um, different scoring. But but he's between that range, you know, 18 and, and 28 is what he scored for some people. 
25 without turnovers. Depends on your scoring for turnovers as well. Godwin looked hurt. Godwin looks hurt. Yep, he's already out. Godwin's out. Godwin's out. Injuries are striking already. Najee, it's either a knee or the foot. I believe it's a knee because of the way the knee was bent backwards, bro. Uh, Let's look at this Godwin situation. Based on the look of it, that ball hit the ground, so that is an incomplete pass. They're not going to re-show what happened to his knee. If the Bengals can put it together for four quarters, look out. Yep. Superflex, should I grab Malik Willis or Deshaun Watson off waivers? Probably both. If you can, Superflex, those are two great players to have stashed. That can win leagues. Julio catching passes. Now, is Julio hurt? Julio's slow to get up. He's going to the sideline. He's not feeling real good. Maybe he's just winded. He might just be winded. But his hamstrings are paper thin. Julio's not lasting the year. There's no way. Especially the way he le- he like levels his body out. Godwin sat on my bench today. Hope he's okay. Uh, it doesn't look like he's okay. He was, he was limping in a way that appears to me he's going to be questionable or out for the game. But who knows? Sometimes those knee injuries are strange. But Godwin looks to be... If I had to guess, very, very questionable to return. He w- it wasn't like he went to the sideline to get something looked at. Like, ah, feels weird, Doc. It, he, like, literally was limping with his head down walking away. So Godwin is not looking too good. Um, I mean, that, this is the problem, gaming. This is why, look, I, I'm telling you, I know some of you guys don't like to hear the injury stuff. And, 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 and Barkley... If you understand the way I attacked Barkley, I attacked Barkley differently than I've attacked Godwin, differently than I've attacked J.K. Dobbins, differently than I attacked Barkley last year. Some people come in here running their mouth, saying things like, Smitty, you were wrong on Barkley. I wasn't wrong on Barkley. I was cautious on Barkley. There's a big difference. I didn't say avoid Barkley. I said Barkley's a third rounder to me. I like him in the third round. I can get behind him at 3.5. I did. I was a little low on him, admittedly, but, but... It wasn't a void season. It wasn't a void season with Barkley. Barkley was one year removed from his ACL tear. JK's not. JK's his first year back. Godwin, his first year back. Both of them weren't ready. Both of them weren't ready. And this is what happens. And exactly what I've been saying the whole offseason. You rush him out there when he's not ready. He's going to get hurt. The knee's not ready. There's all kinds of swelling and reactive things going on with the knee when you push it out there and you start getting hit for the first time. It's ridiculous by the team to even rush him back. Uh, Smitty, answer my super chat. Yeah, uh, who said that? KCM? I'm sorry, bro. I'm going for it. I'm going for it, bro. I'm going to find it. Here I go, KC. We got the Zoom call in a minute, guys. Uh, KCM, where is your... There it is. Pick up Robbie Anderson after this game. I mean, KCM, it totally depends on who you're you're giving up. I mean, do I expect Robbie Anderson to continue? I don't think so, bro. Like, anything could happen. I don't... I'd hate to stray you away. 
from a Robbie Anderson breakout season, bro. But this dude almost retired because I don't think he has it in him to stay healthy or play a full, you know, season, whatever. He's always been pretty good. He's pre- he is pretty good. He's not bad. I just don't know that I trust him. I mean, I, I'd imagine KCM there are better players to pick up this week than than Robbie Anderson. But if Robbie Anderson is actually the best player to pick up and you have somebody ex- expendable, you know, you're not dropping like a... I'd hate to see you just cut bait on a, a Eno Benjamin or a Rashad White or uh, a Zamir White or someone like that just because of one week when the whole design and purpose of having one of those players is to stash and hold, stash and hold, wait, wait, and then boom, they come into the lineup and they and they explode. You can't expect everything like that to happen in week one. You know, Benjamin was a crafty pickup walking into this week. And I already have people DMing me saying, Smitty, I took your advice and I picked up Eno Benjamin. Now should I cut him? Like, what are you doing? That's not what... It wasn't for sure that anything was happening this week. Eno Benjamin could had a risk of going out and just looking efficient enough that someone else is going to get the bright idea and grab him before you get a chance to stash him. There's no guarantee Eno Benjamin or Khalil Herbert or any of these guys are going to come in and stay in the lineup yet without an injury, nor will it, do we expect it at all. And injury is hard to predict. Khalil Herbert had such a good game that if Eno Benjamin or Rashad White or any of these other running backs like Zamir White did what Khalil Herbert did, it would be too late to go get Khalil Herbert or whoever. Now it's too late to get Khalil Herbert. I mean, you can get him, but it's going to be uh, it's going to be tough. An absolute tough assignment because he's going to be on everybody's radar now because Khalil Herbert had a very nice day. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think I'm caught up on the super chats. Man, what what a day! What a day! What a day! Um, Going live on the Zoom call in a little bit. You know, let's open the phone lines for just a little bit and talk about week number one and how upset some of you are. Or let me talk some of you down from the ledge because some of you are going to be freaking out. Dial into the show. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Dial into thy show. Um, the phone lines are almost open. I'm sorry. There, they are open right now. Dial in. Very, very interested to hear some of these calls, man. Trying to walk some of you back from the ledge. No panic chamber for ETN. He'll be in the panic chamber or in the episode, but will I put him in the chamber and close the door? That's the question. Sometimes guys make the panic chamber episode, yet I don't put them in the panic chamber. They make the episode because they're worthy of being talked about because people are freaking out about them. Maybe the phone line wasn't working. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Dial in. Uh, mashed potatoes, Brees Hall. Wait on Brees Hall. Be patient. Baker. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Yo, what's going on, man? It's Jose speaking. What's up, Jose? Bro, what I do with James Cook? I'm about to shoot myself. I'm about to kick this guy off. James Cook? I won a zero RB draft. 
I mean, J- James, James Cook or Dalvin? You, you said James Cook? I, I mean, what are you going to do with James? I mean, you could cut him, but, like, who are you going to pick up, you know? Well, right now, you, uh, you were looking at the wide receiver from, uh, I think it was the Chargers or something like that. Uh, or I should pick up Drake. Drake is available, too, on my league. Drake and who else? There's Hillard. Drake is available. Ingram. Buckhead, and Pacheco too is available. I probably pick up Pacheco over James Cook. Yeah, Pacheco looks involved. He, he's involved, even though Clyde's doing well. And if Clyde goes down, Pacheco is going to ball out, bro. That could be your zero running back savior right there. Go look at Khalil Herbert. Is he available? He had a phenomenal uh, outing. No, I already have him. I already, I already have him stashed. I have Herbert. I have Benjamin, and I have Wilson Jr. I think Eli. Went out with an ACL, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, I, I, bro, it's 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 a tough one. I, I mean, I love I love I love all the usual suspects here. This is from the this is the waiver wire list right here from before the the week one kicked off. Guys like Khalil Herbert are going to climb up. Um, Kenneth Walker shouldn't be on this list. He was only there because some people said that they were dropped, and we we're talking about that. Ener Benjamin's still up there. Pacheco's going to probably climb up. We'll have to go over this list and, and add a lot more names to it. Uh, uh, DeAndre Carter, there's a lot of guys to add to it. But like Khalil Herbert, Pacheco, they're at the top of this. Jalen Jalen Warren is now going to be at the top of this thing. So we're going to have to break this down a little later. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, I love Pacheco. I'd get Pacheco in a heartbeat if I'm you. I have, I have, I have um, Harris and Singletary as my starters because I went zero RB. So I have Hurts. Chase, Devontae Adams, Harris, Singletary, Pitts, and Sutton. That's my starters. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's tough tough sledding, but you need to land these running backs. You need to scoop them up, bro. You know, go go buy low on a Damian. Go buy low on a Damian Pierce right now. You could probably use Sutton to go get. I imagine you you might want to wait until Sutton plays his game too, or maybe not. Maybe you strike before, you know, because what if he has a bad game, but. You could maybe trade Sutton for ETN right now, bro. You know, you could turn you could turn your zero RB into a, an actual player that that you know after one week you're able to steal away, and you shouldn't be stealing away at that price. Try to get so try to get ETN. You said right? Yeah, I mean for Sutton, you could always wait and see if Sutton blows up and take the risk of him having a bad game. Well, you know? my, my league is pretty dumb. Should I try Kamal? Yeah, yeah. Go go get Camara. Go try Camara. Why not? <laughs> right, why not, bro? Why? Why? That. Yeah. Why have? Uh, why have a hamburger when you could go up? You could go up steak. You know. Yeah, one hundred percent. Try it. If not, if if I get them out. If not, in and out, still good. You're good. All right, bro. Appreciate right. you calling in, man. All right, thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, here's a couple of super chats and then uh, I'm going to actually come back probably later tonight. I, I imagine and do, do a show. Uh, we're going to be, we're going to be going on the zoom call right now. Um, I hate to leave in here with, uh, 370 people in the room, but we're going to go on the zoom call in just a minute. If you want to go on the zoom call, all you got to do is, uh, let me drop the link in the live chat right now. Anybody that has the $9 and 99 cent a month plan on the YouTube memberships, the YouTube exclusive memberships. I'm going to drop it in right here. Anybody that has this plan right here is going to be able to get on the Zoom call and you'll find the link in the community tab. It's halftime. We're going to jump on the call. Um, Time to panic 
on on Kadarius Tony. I mean, yeah. I mean, I didn't really. I wasn't really high on him anyway. So sure, sure. What should uh, you know? He's he's not. He's got talent, but he's always. It's always like hard to imagine him putting it all together. What should we do with Eli Mitchell? You got to wait and see until we we find out what's going on with with Eli Mitchell. Concern about Mooney? No, they're 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 playing in like a puddle, of, like a, a swimming pool of water, like this thick. Like we got to have a little patience for everybody that played in that game, including those Niners as well. Mitchell, it's not looking good, bro. You're gonna have to go handcuffed, my man. Opinion on Cam Akers? He was a complete avoid for me. Now, in defense of Achilles tendons right now, uh, maybe maybe the doctor that did James Robinson's Achilles needs to go and take a look at Cam Akers' Achilles because James Robinson does look pretty decent right now. Obviously, look really good uh, for having an Achilles injury, but he still only had 11 carries. So let's you know pump the brakes a little bit. The James Robinson seasons here, I think, pump the brakes a little. But uh, yeah, um, don't 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 fret about Mooney. Don't fret about Mooney. Don't overreact about Mooney. Don't overreact about uh, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase should have had three touchdowns. You know, Joe Burrow should have had two extra touchdowns. Joe Burrow technically should have had five, four interceptions, and five TDs. But Jamar Chase, or at least four TDs, four and four. But Jamar Chase. Literally didn't get his feet in uh, on two of those touchdowns or dropped one of them. Unbelievable. Opinion on Mike Williams. Ruined your week. Decent buy low, but also I wouldn't uh, wouldn't blame you for selling medium. Medium rare. Um, all right, guys. I'm going on the Zoom call. Link is in the description. I'll drop it one more time. Going on the Zoom call right now. Appreciate every single one of you. Uh, I, uh, you know, apologize I can't stay longer. Um, but we did go an hour and a half. That's pretty good. And uh, I, I may be back tonight, may not be back tonight, but we're definitely doing the Monday through Friday show tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern, probably doing some emergency show as well, on top of doing waiver wire. So get ready for that. Appreciate you all. I'll see you all later. Peace out.